Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 451. Get Better at Dealing with Anger by Leo Babauta of ZenHabits.net. Happy Monday, everyone, and happy June. I'm Joss Marie, and welcome to the show where I help you optimize your relationships. I bring you some of the best relationship content we can find every Monday through Friday. And today, I'm super excited to be sharing a post with you from Leo Babauta, one of my personal faves. It's a helpful post about dealing with anger in a constructive way. By the way, Leo's posts are frequently narrated over on Optimal Living Daily, too, where topics like minimalism and personal development are covered. To hear those episodes, simply search for Optimal Living Daily in your favorite podcast app and hit subscribe. But with that, let's get right into Leo's post and start optimizing your life. Get Better at Dealing with Anger by Leo Babauta of ZenHabits.net Yesterday, a loved one asked me about dealing with anger. He lashed out at someone he loves in a way that hurt her and filled him with shame and regret. I think we can all relate to this. Most of us have lashed out in anger and regretted it later. We all get angry, but we often deal with it in different ways. Some people constantly lash out in frustration at others or stew about it and complain about it to people they talk to. Some people repress their anger with the idea that they should never feel anger, that anger is not safe for others or themselves. Others seethe and seethe quietly until finally they explode. Some of us do all three. We all get angry. The question is, how do we get better at dealing with that anger? I'm going to share some strategies that have worked for me. I have purposefully tried to get better at dealing with anger, and while I am not perfect, I've come a long way. I don't often yell at my kids anymore, for example, even though I used to yell at them in anger and even spank them. Now I can catch the frustration much sooner, and have found strategies that help me calm down, find compassion, even talk to them with understanding and love. Before we get into the strategies, let's understand what's happening when we get angry. What's going on when we're angry? When we get angry, it's usually because someone else behaved in a way we don't like. It could also be our own actions or just the situation in general that we don't like. This is what happens. We don't like the way the person behaved. We feel a momentary moment of aversion to their behavior, and this causes a moment of pain. We're hurt that they acted that way. This might only last half an instant. We then react to that hurt with a feeling of anger or frustration or irritation. Then we start telling ourselves a story about the other person, or ourselves, or the situation. It's our narrative of what's happening. The story keeps us angry, even if the initial pain goes away, because it keeps making the wound fresh, and then we keep spinning the story around in our heads. So, the initial aversion and pain are unavoidable, and even the anger, frustration, and irritation are pretty unavoidable, 
though you can learn to catch them earlier. It's human. The part we can work on is noticing the story and not spinning it around in our heads to prolong and even increase the anger. Understanding the story. The story that we spin around in our heads is a natural thing for humans. We create stories to understand the world around us or to put things in some kind of order we can work with. In these types of situations, the story might be, she's always doing something, I don't know why she has to keep doing that, and so on and so on. Or, I don't know why he has to criticize me, I was just trying to insert some kind of justified action here. We've all done this, even if we're not always aware we're doing it. The story is not that useful most of the time. It actually makes us angrier and separates us from people we care about. It makes us unhappy, traps us in an emotion that isn't helpful, and worsens our relationships. Once we're hooked by the story, it can spin around in our heads for a long time, hours sometimes, even days. It just keeps freshening our wound. You can start to notice the story the next time you're frustrated, hurt, angry, irritated, resentful, or stressed. Just listen to what you're saying about the other person or the situation you're in. Just start to become aware of the story you keep replaying. A fresh way to deal with anger. Whenever we're angry or frustrated or resentful or whatever it is, we can go into our old patterns of anger and telling the story, or we can start to try something new. Here's what I recommend practicing. Number one, notice when you're feeling this emotion. You might be telling yourself a story as well. Number two, meditate for a second by turning your attention to the physical feeling in your body of anger or hurt. Number three, be curious about it. What does it feel like physically? Where is it located? What texture does it have? What energy does it have? Does it change? Number four, stay with it. Instead of instantly going back to your story or a new story about this meditation, see if you can stay with the feeling longer. We're training ourselves to stay longer. Number five, see if you can welcome this feeling. It's not something that's necessarily bad, nor is it something you need to reject. Just be okay with it in your body, even friendly towards it. Smile at it. And number six, see the pain you're feeling as a sign of your good heart that's been hurt, that is vulnerable and loves. See it as a sign of your basic goodness. You don't need to do anything right now. Just stay in touch with this tender heart. With this fresh response, we're opening up to the wide open nature of this moment, not needing to harden into our old stories. We interrupt our conditioned habitual response and choose a new path, one that is less harmful. And in this moment of openness, we can now try this. Give ourselves some kindness and compassion with the wish, may I find an end to my pain, may I find peace, may I find happiness and joy. Turn to the other person and see that they are struggling, they are in pain too. With this realization that they are in pain, reacting out of their habitual responses, spinning around their own stories, let this realization make us feel connected to them, as we know what that's like, it's not fun. Send them some loving kindness as well with the same wish. May they find an end to their pain. May they find peace. May they find happiness and joy. Repeat it several times. From this place of compassion, you can now take a more appropriate action. Give them a hug, talk to them with understanding and kindness, listen to their difficulty with compassion, and see that it's about their pain, not about you, or at least refrain from lashing out. We normally respond with anger out of proportion to the actual situation, but now we might be able to take a more appropriate, compassionate action or non-action, as the case might require. We will mess up on this practice, by the way. As with anything, we get better with continued practice. When we find that we can't open up to the feeling, that we can't stop from spinning around our stories, we can practice with that. 
We can see the feeling of helplessness, of despair, of frustration with ourselves, of giving up, and practice the prior method on that feeling itself. With each screw-up, with each time we're not able to open up, we have a new opportunity to practice. Another chance opens up again and again to heal ourselves and to get better at dealing with this hardened emotion. You just listened to the post titled, Get Better at Dealing with Anger by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Staying calm is a Zen habit that many of us would love to have, myself included. Lashing out, repressing anger, or seething quietly are not exactly healthy ways of dealing with anger as the emotion is not expressed in a mindful manner. However, when we begin from a point of kindness and compassion with ourselves, it helps us to extend the same kindness towards the person we are feeling frustrated with. From this calm place of compassion, we are better able to take non-action too when that is the best response. So thanks so much to Leo for letting me share this post with you today. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for today. Thanks so much for joining me here. And I'll see you again tomorrow with a post about practicing forgiveness, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.